ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय We are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 28, entitled "Puranjana Becomes a Woman in Next Life," Text Number 60. Natam vidarpa duhita, naayam vira suhrtava, na padistam puranjanya, rudho. नुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखेयुखे
the straws and grasses come together in the reverse current but when the waves toss th this way and that they are separated and carried somewhere else similarly the innumerable living entities within this material world are being carried by the waves of material nature sometimes the waves being them sorry sometimes the waves bring them together and they form friendship and relate to one another on a bodily basis of family community or nationality eventually they are thrown out of association of the waves of material nature this process has been going on since the creation of material nature in this regard shila bhaktino thakur singh mayara miche mayara veshe yacho veshe khacha habudubu bhai jiva krishna das e vishwas karleta ar dukhanai my dear living entities you are being carried away by the waves of material nature sometimes you are on the surface sometimes you are being drowned in this way your eternal life is being spoiled if you simply catch hold of krishna and take shelter of his lotus feet you will once again get free from all miserable material conditions in this verse the words suhrut welfisher and tawa you are are very significant one so called husband relative son father or whatever cannot actually be a welfisher the only actual welfisher is krishna himself as krishna confirms in bhagavad gita 529 suhrdam sarvabhutanam society friendship love and welfishers are or simply results of being packed in different bodies one should know this well and try to get out of this body and bodily encagement into which one is thrown birth after birth one should take shelter of the supreme personality god at krishna and return home back to god ओम ज्ञानतिव्रांतस्यानाजनशलाकया चक्षुर्मीलिमस्मगुरव नम श्रीचैतनोभीतूतले स्वयं कदाह्यम ददाति स्वदाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुर श्रीयुतापदमल श्रीगुरून् वैष्णवांश्चम सागर जात सह गणारघुनाथ्यम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादान सह गणलिता श्री विशाखान्युता हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचना गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुस्तुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिय वाचकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पदिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभु निनंद श्रीअदाधा श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे भूतर्महाभ्यपुत्रो विशु निर्माशेदमूषपूरुषा भुंक्ते गुणा षोडशोडशास्मक सोलंकृशिष्ट भगवान्वचासि मे हरे कृष्ण हियर दर इज अ रिवलेशन इन दिस वर्ड्स ऑल द ट्रूथ्स आर बीइंग स्पोकन एट वन्स 
what is not and what is so here's mentioned that you are not actually the daughter of vidarbha no you were puranjana in the previous life you are simply captivated in this body of nine gates as shila prabhupada explains in this purport this world is a world of attachment this world is a sticky place sometimes if you are walking on a street which is just recently being built there is tar you know you can see the tar the black tar and you step on with your shoes you find it very difficult to remove that from your shoes it is difficult to walk and even when you are getting out of that still the shoes is sticky you may get out of that place still it is sticky similarly sometimes happens something gets stuck to our hand we try to remove it is just in one finger we just try to remove with the other finger what happens it get to the other finger then slowly and steadily all the fingers are now sticky and wherever you touch you get stuck to it so this is the nature of this material world we get stuck to various things of this world transfers yes and another example if you see some there are some uh, waters in which could be rivers or ponds if you get into it there is really thick mud inside and people step one leg into it and as they get into one leg they can see that they are being sucked in so they are sucked a bit probably now water is still the waste they will try to adjust a little bit to get out because the only way one can get out is applying force inside because there is nothing to hold on to then slowly one finds that one leg is going inside it is going a little bit more deeper then one tries to get out again pushing the leg then one finds one the other leg is also going down eventually one gets to a stage of water is still the neck and then can't do anything eventually one gets drowned in the water everything starts from little bit this is the material attachment it is a material nature often it is said about maya in like a pin out like a plow this is applicable in terms of material attachment in totality the same principle applies everything starts as a small thing and then it spreads as we were hearing yesterday gangeshwar was quoting chanakya pandit three things have to be addressed as soon as possible the first one is fire right fire we know we had big bush fires but it all started with something small it was contained to some degree and but by the effect of winds it just goes from one place to the another and it can burn down hundreds of square kilometers of forest and millions of animals many years back there was a forest fire and it was said this forest fire started from a backyard of a house and it burned hundreds of square kilometers but just started from backyard somebody lit a fire and just left it and from there it all started and hundreds of square kilometers got burned down so this is material nature everything starts from a small innocent thing 
and then it is widened it is spread and it becomes a havoc same we can see with this virus it is tiny bit it is insignificant but it is started from a few people and it is spread and now it's a calamity everyone's life is infected everyone's life is affected by this one virus everything started from very small so for example in australia the cases were 1 2 4 5 6 you could remember that time six less than 10 cases but now it is maybe 700 800 at least infected cases and few deaths and it's spreading day by day so this is material world and this is how the material attachment works you start from a little bit and then it increases so shila propa the whole purport is practically dedicated to the nature of attachment and how it is widened it is spread progressively the difference is material things we can see for example we took the example of stickiness to the hand a glue or a mud it is it could be or tar it could be sticky it is gross but attachment is very subtle it is very subtle because it is part of the subtle body since it is very subtle it is very difficult to control just as krishna says it is very difficult to control the mind means it's very difficult to control the subtle attachment it is very difficult to control the subtle desires because just by sangat sanjayate kamam just by association this material desires develop because as the senses are in touch with the sense objects that was a, maybe two verses before it was given there are five gardens for enjoyment two verses before it was mentioned five gardens for enjoyment taking the analogy of puranjana the city there are five gardens what are those five gardens five gardens are the objects of senses the five objects of senses and that can create unlimited objects just five combination it can create unlimited it is very interesting to see that in sankhya where this analysis is primarily sankhya in which everything can be presented in a very succinct fashion and from there we can see how everything is derived so for example all the enjoyment of this world can be explained by this five sense objects we have things to eat then there's the sense of touch in sense of touch it is so powerful the sense of touch all the or primarily one part of it's not all one part of opposite sex attraction is based on the sense of touch but that is not all in all that is just one all other sense objects are coming in that attraction not just one but this is one strong one then the sense of smell you know people you know we, we are very in tune with the smell we 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 have we can very easily distinguish what is fragrant and what is really odd smell what is weird what is very dirty what is intolerable so this is the, the sense of smell then the touch and the vision it can cause such an illusion the vision can can cause such an illusion one is completely captivated by vision one's intelligence doesn't function one's mind stop functioning 
completely captivated by vision then of course eating we know the palatable or unpalatable for us abominable food stuff are causing so much of trouble to this world at this point in time right it sort started from eating and you know abominable stuff so it is for some kind of enjoyment at the same time it is for certain kind of suffering then the ears hearing is such a big thing okay on a normal level there are so many industries based on hearing the whole music industry all the gadgets all the technology centered around hearing then what is left did we cover all the five sense sense objects i saw already covered the vision smell taste touch and sound so this is the whole material existence this is the whole material enjoyment and a combination of them can bind us to this material world this combination that's enough so everything is starting from as it is mentioned in shrimad bhagavatam that everything is starting from the attraction between man and woman that is considered the basis and from there everything sprouts everything sprouts from that one single attraction everything actually sprouts and we can see in this world and everything is centered around that and that's a big thing in this material world and nobody is above that that's why it's called maithuna agha maithuna aghara maithuna means the opposite sex attraction and it's a one is shackled and it has many varieties it can be very subtle it can be very gross it can be implicit it can be explicit but it is there it is so strong it's mentioned bhagavatam in pumsa striya maithuni bhavametat you know this is the beginning pumsa striya maithuni bhavametat that's the beginning then tasyor mitho hridaya grantirahu then what happens that is atho ghadakshetra sutapta vitte janasya mohoyam ahamameti so that is the beginning of this verse that is the beginning so then it is expanding just like we get sticky to this world different things in it is expanding one to the next to the next and then one is completely stuck here and can't do anything the same thing happens to our consciousness when the material desires are lingering in our mind and if we water those desires how we do we water our desires just think about it more fantasies think about it okay if this happen okay it will be good then next then next when we expand upon this fantasies what are we have what's happening we are being more and more caught in this material desires and it will come to a stage that one cannot contain in oneself rather one it has to come out as speech it has to come out of action and one is more fit to this world one become more fit to this world currently one was trying to be aloof from this but now more fit to this world okay we are part of this we want to live in this world want to have material enjoyment so containing is very important first first is to contain just like the virus or the fire and as to contain okay i want to control to contain one has to control so that is the beginning and then one can see okay it is under control then one can practice bhakti properly without that we cannot practice bhakti properly so it is like we need to control the emotions 
why do we need to control the emotions we need to control the emotions so that or in other word we need to discriminate so that we can practice bhakti without controlling our emotions we cannot practice bhakti and when we practice bhakti then we get real emotions so generally as it is mentioned the intelligence is superior to the mind so we are using intelligence discrimination to control our emotions so that we can practice bhakti and with that one can get the real emotions for krishna so that is the whole idea we one need real emotions for krishna and that is exemplified in shrimad bhagavatam shrimad bhagavatam is a rasa shastra and in shrimad bhagavatam is about the supreme personality of godhead and also about his devotees so in shrimad bhagavatam devotees are presenting their pure emotions for krishna for example in shrimad bhagavatam in the 10th canto chapter 1 maharaj parikshit is further questioning to shukadev goswami we here we have to understand that shukadev goswami is bhagavata pradhan he is best among devotees similarly maharaj parikshit is vishnu rataha vishnu rath means one who is been protected by vishnu himself personally so here the question and the answer are given in such a way that they are very instructive and they are very inspirational parikshit maharaj he says i have no thirst i have no hunger i am not feeling any tiredness at all so please continue speaking about krishna here the point is in the beginning of bhagavatam apparently maharaj parikshit was completely captured by thirst and hunger and tiredness the whole bhagavatam came about because of this one reason he was completely captured by thirst and hunger and he was completely tired and because of that he felt offended because he was not received by the sage in his meditational stage so now he is telling no he is completely out of it he is completely on the spiritual platform so shukadev goswami don't feel that i am tired so you know i'll speak a bit less no please speak elaborately about krishna and he is on the platform of prema his platform of pure love so he cannot contain himself so that is another nature of love for the lord affection for the lord that one cannot contain oneself the material infection cannot contain in itself the material dangers cannot be contained in itself material desires cannot be contained in, in itself similarly the spiritual desires and spiritual affection and spiritual love cannot be contained it is pouring out from the heart of a devotee so maharaj parikshit when he even start speaking even in the first verse of the first chapter of the 10th canto of shrimad bhagavatam he says okay kindly speak something about the descendants who are coming from the dynasties of moon and the sun he says soma suryoho soma means the moon and surya means the sun both dynasties that have been the discussion going on in the previous canto 
Then Srila Prabhupada explains that usually we say sun and the moon. But he reversed the order. Soma Suriyo. Why? Because he had so much of affection for Krishna. So he wanted to hear more about Krishna. So he wanted to speak first about the Soma dynasty, the moon dynasty. Then what did Parishud Maharaj do? He started further asking that I am not satisfied enough hearing about Krishna. I have been waiting for all this time. So hearing so many thousands of verses so far. Starting from descendants of Swayambhuva Manu given in the fourth canto. So Parishit Maharaj is waiting eagerly. He has heard about Krishna before. He has heard about everything. That's why the questioning also he asked specific questions. Like why did Krishna kill Kamsa? Even though he is his maternal uncle and it is not sanctioned by the scriptures. Why did he kill Krishna? What are the pastimes he performed in Vrindavan? How did he go to Madhura? What are the pastimes he performed? How many wives he married to? How many children he had? So he asked very specific questions. And the question itself shows that he knew about this pastime and he had heard them before. But now he couldn't contain himself. So he is asking, explain more about Krishna. Hmm? And then Parishit Maharaj again asks that if Krishna was present or Balaram, Balaram was first present in the womb of Devaki and then in the womb of Rohini. So how the whole thing took place? Who transferred Balaram from the womb of Devaki to the womb of Rohini Devi? So how this happened? So he asked everything very specifically. He's not just, just asking and just leaving it. But he's telling, I am asking some questions and even if I don't ask these questions, even if I haven't asked all the questions, still you explain everything in detail. So Parish Maharaj is very careful about his question. That is, I want to get the answer for all my questions and also for the questions which I haven't asked about Krishna. Please explain everything. So he was so eager to hear about Krishna. So his love for the Lord is coming out. And of course, Shukadeh Goswami was very much satisfied to hear that. So he, of course, he narrates the whole ten canto in answer to these questions. So this is amazing how uh, when there is a perfect inquirer and a perfect speaker are present, the Krishna Katha goes to a different level altogether. Both are inspired. Both are inspiring one another to hear about Krishna. And it is mentioned, such Krishna Katha can remove all material desires from the heart. And one will be completely in tune with Krishna. So this is our aim in our Krishna consciousness that our material desires are going down and our spiritual desires are going up. For that, we need Krishna Katha. Srila Prabhupada makes a very wonderful point that even simply hearing about Krishna is so wonderful. So, what to speak about doing some service for Krishna? 
this is prabhu's realization in the purport even speaking about krishna is so wonderful because the whole purport and the whole verses are about krishna katha the glories of krishna katha then how wonderful it is doing some personal service to krishna and in krishna consciousness movement we have this wonderful opportunity to serve krishna and we can see now we are being restricted from many services we are being restricted from physical access to the temple because the temple is shut now devotees will not take it for granted we feel it is very valuable for us to do some service it is so valuable for us to take darshan of the lord it is so valuable for us to chant along with the devotees even for who are residing within the temple we can see it is wonderful to have all the devotees here because then there are more devotees to hear there are more devotees to chant there are more devotees to sing and dance so we can see the power of association so what happens when nothing is there the association has take are taken away to some degree the deities are taken away to some degree right prasadam from the temple is taken away to some degree so what is left with we have to take shelter of shrimad bhagavatam we can hear we can hear take shelter of hearing and chanting that becomes a main main process whatever little association one may have one can take that eventually that may also be taken away the things how it is going you know one has to be restricted confined to one place then one has to take shelter of hearing and chanting and this is actually a preparation this is a preparation because ultimately we are all flying our own flight bhagavatam first canto shilabhav gives this analogy that we are all flying our own flight we can get trained we can have big academies where we get trained we can have many instructors we can be given so many instructions etc but when the time of test comes we are with by ourselves we may not be able to hold our initiation bead we cannot hold our initiation bead because the hand is not functioning properly we don't have anything we may have association of the devotees may not but one is rightly living in oneself so then the question comes what is our shelter what are we going to do now then the only shelter is the holy name the only shelter is whatever remembrance we have from shrimad bhagavatam we don't have any other shelter we will all come to that point where we don't have any other shelter then we have to prepare ourselves now that is how can we develop some real taste to hear about krishna how can we develop some real taste to chant krishna's names we need to develop that and it is a serious business one has to invest for that one has to spend some time for that and it is not so easy because we are so distracted by so many different things in our life we will not be able to focus on something it becomes so difficult that that absorption is required at least for some time on a daily basis where sometime okay take away our mobile phones go to a place one doesn't get disturbed sit for some time try to get absorbed in krishna in the holy name in shrimad bhagavatam that training is required then what happens if you are absorbed at least for some time when we get on with our daily life it could be work it could be study it could be our service 
we will be able to absorb in those activities in a better way smartavya satatam vishnu vismartavya na jatujit sarva vidhi nishedhayo etayo evakinkara this is not talking about prema bhakti this is not talking about bhav bhakti this is not about talking about raganika bhakti this verse is for sadhana bhakti even at the stage of vaidhi that is in the regulated devotion service what one is meant to do with regulation is always thinking about krishna so it's a serious business think about it always think about krishna how long really think about ourselves how long do we really think about krishna in 24 hours okay forget the time we are sleeping <laughs> we are given a break okay that's all right whatever happens happen but other times how long are we actually krishna conscious this is a question we need to ask for ourselves i don't want to ask anyone nor am i going to tell myself at this point it's difficult so we need to have the practice the whole absorption in krishna consciousness everything is meant to come to the point where we can actually think about krishna and we can do service sadhana whatever thinking about krishna krishna is in the mind bhagavad gita maa manusmara yuddhe cha mai arpita mano buddhir maa mai vaishyasya samshaya maa manusmara yuddhe cha think about me manmana mabhava bhakto everything is leading to that so that's why shravanam kirtanam has to lead to vishnu smaranam and we have to take practical steps towards that it's a natural process but we have to take practical steps towards that and if not we are actually missing out and we will not be able to make progress in krishna consciousness the progress in krishna consciousness is not automatic it is by choice certain things we do automatically like we know we had a chance to see rounds so we get on with our beats we just somehow other chant our 16 rounds if you are rostered for our services we just do it finish it this looks like automatic because we are used to it we just get on with that and we get it done but the real progress in krishna consciousness is not just going to act with such mechanical devotional service it is good but it's not enough so what is that guiding principle guiding principle is are we able to think about krishna are our attempts in krishna consciousness leading to remembering krishna when we come to that point then we start to think what am i doing in my life what am i doing after getting up is it my mechanical obeisance to the spiritual master or are we thinking about the lord to the spiritual master step by step we had to analyze ourselves and we had to take necessary action so that at least frequently we are thinking about krishna satatam may not happen immediately it will not happen even in commentary to the second canto of shiva bhagavatam it's again the verse speaking about sadhana bhakti shukade goswami speaks in the second canto in the second chapter akuto bhayam that is the nature of sadhana bhakti akuto bhayam means to get rid of all the fears of this world the world is full of fear as you know now also there is a big fear panic is going on janma murti jara vyadhi vyadhi panic is going on at this point <laughs> so it's a place of fear and in sadhana bhakti it's all right to have fear because that i'll be captured by this material energy i'll be captured by maya 
So that is the motivation for sadhana bhakti. Why the sadhana bhakti motivation is fear. And when one advances, fear is not the motivation, love is the motivation, affection is the motivation. So now it is okay to have fear of material energy, good to have fear for material energy. So then it is mentioned, satatam word is used. Shrodavya, kritadavyascha, smartavyascha, akutobhaya. So it is mentioned, for in our conditioned state, we cannot think about Krishna all the time. But on a regulated fashion, we can. So these are our opportunities to think about Krishna on a regulated fashion. Fashion, morning program, services, reading, then sharpen our consciousness, mind, intelligence to be Krishna conscious. If you don't do that, we will not be able to make progress. We can come back. Maybe Iskand will be there for another few thousands of years. <laughs> 10,000 years, golden, golden period. So we can come back. Morning we will get Kichri, for sure. Kichri will be there. Mahasweets will be there. But we had to come back. So in Bhakti, this is a very important point. It's not just automatic, but we had to make our choice to make progress. And whatever is necessary, we had to do it. And it is not very difficult to understand what is necessary because we know very clearly where we are lacking. So take steps. At this point, maybe we may have some extra time. Especially temple residents may have some extra time. So we may not be reading properly. Now take the opportunity. Devotees many are working from home. So one is actually saving time for commuting. Extra time. Use that time for some chanting and reading. And see how one can make progress. So we have to take our opportunity. And if you don't have opportunities for preaching, we can do some online preaching. So there are always some means to develop ourselves and to share Krishna consciousness. So we had to take that opportunity. Especially after coming to Krishna consciousness and at this point in time. We don't know about tomorrow. So today we have time. Use it in Krishna service. So here, that's why Prabhupada comes to the point of the entanglement in this material world. Quotes Bhakti Nautaku, My dear living entities, you are being carried away by the waves of material nature. Sometimes you are on the surface, sometimes you are being drowned. Aquatics or living entities who are living on the earth, on the surface. But whatever living entities, they are all living based on principle of attachment. We remember this past time where Srila Prabhupada along with his disciples were walking. They were walking in, in botanical garden. And there was a tree and there was a lot of stools lying under the tree. So, <laughs> and there was a nest on top of the tree. So Prabhupada asked all his disciples, what does this mean? So everyone started speaking over so many things, you know. So many hi-fi philosophies explaining this, that, this, that. Prabhupada said, stop it. No, this means attachment. When the bird is attached to this nest and sitting there all the time and then passing the stool here, it shows attachment. <laughs> this is Prabhupada, he's so attachment. There's a family attachment as it is mentioned you know, here. Sudakshetra Janasya Mohoyam Ahamma Meti Sutapta Vittaya. You know, one after another, so many different things. And it is, one, one can be in any situation, one can develop attachment, any situation. 
there is no scarcity anything one can be attached to so it is mentioned one has to take progressive krishna conscious steps because krishna is the real well-wisher he is a real well-wisher he is waiting when such and such devotee das or dasi is going to look at me when he is going to think about me really when he is going to chant properly when he really develop the desire that he has to perfect the life or she has to perfect the life and come back home back to godhead the lord is looking in the past time of gopakumar as mentioned in brahad bhagavata amrita when gopakumar reaches vaikuntha the lord comes out he comes and he embraces and he says i have been waiting for you for so many lifetimes i thought in that life finally he will make it but nothing happened like in you know, a one time get in touch with the devotees started chanting and blooped in one month the lord is thinking this lifetime he would have come but didn't happen next lifetime came up to a stage i hung around with the devotees for a couple of years the lord is thinking okay this lifetime this devotee is come to me but nothing happened blooped never came back next lifetime got initiated so the lord was very happy got initiated okay he will come back to me what happened after some time something happened left next lifetime okay now this time took brahman initiation also <laughs> became more steady in krishna consciousness the lord is waiting okay this lifetime finally this devotee is going to come to me but this lifetime also something happened left so the lord is waiting and he said i was waiting for so many lifetimes one lifetime at least you will come to me think about the patience of the supreme lord so he is ever well wisher you are ever well wisher the proverb rise such an elevated spiritual master the lord is the same he is ever well wisher he is waiting and finally the lord said i personally had to come as your spiritual master as the brahmana and i had to instruct you and i had to take take you back the same lifetime so this is the lord's position the lord is waiting for everyone all the living entities including the virus including the corona <laughs> the lord is waiting when this living entity is coming to me <laughs> the lord has such patience eternally he is waiting for everyone so now considering the lord's merciful nature we need to think we had to do something about it we, we had to go back we had to be a little bit serious in our krishna consciousness we had to think about krishna so yes take this opportunity seriously i had to take myself we all have to take seriously then the more we invest we can see that we are getting better in our situation we are out of trouble more and more if mind is absorbed in krishna it's much easier life is much easier no matter what our problems we have so there is a reward instantly there is a reward in again that in the 10th canto in the uh, first chapter Prabhupada writes a very interesting point uh, that the Lord wants to reciprocate very fast. He actually reciprocates very fast. He wants to reciprocate very fast if one but take full shelter of the Lord. And the idea of the Lord is that if one takes shelter of Krishna immediately and Krishna reciprocates and the, the Lord keeps doing that all the time. as we take shelter of krishna it's not just a one instantaneous process but it's a continuous process and the lord starts reciprocating and then what happens is when we are about to leave this world 
the devotee actually feels very obliged to think about Krishna. Krishna has done so much for me. And one actually naturally think about Krishna. So Prabhupada writes, this is one of the principles of Bhakti. The Lord wants to reciprocate and a devotee feel very obliged to Krishna, very grateful for Krishna. Then, when one is leaving the world, one thinks about Krishna. So that is the mercy of the Lord. Like Parikshit Maharaj, Parikshit Maharaj, he, he has been protected even when he was in the womb of his mother. So he is known as Vishnu Ratha. And then, throughout his life, he has been protected by the Lord. And when it was the time for him to leave the world, when he got cursed by Shringi Brahman, he didn't think about anything else. He thought, the Lord has protected me so much. Now it is the time for me to leave this world. So let me simply focus on Krishna alone. So the Lord also wants his devotees to go back to him. Okay, stop here and see if there are any questions or comments. Yes. Prabhu, thank you. It was a beautiful class. Like, um, you mentioned how we have to take this opportunity and really do serious Krishna consciousness. So, um, like my fear or my thought is um, at, the, at the moment we are members inside and the, the, at the moment we are the members who are inside this temple and yeah. there's people outside. Like it's quite possible that we were outside one day and never look inside, you know. Like we will be in that position as well. Yeah. So like um, what I understand is by developing ruchi or, or taste one can like survive in that situation and we all end up in a situation where we think who's our friend here and you said Baba Saman. So but my question is by developing that taste, like how long is it going to sustain us? Is it like is, is that the kind of taste that will sustain us for like in the period? Is that what we have to develop? We will not be able to so the question is what kind of taste can sustain us? Yeah in our Krishna consciousness because we can we are inside the temple we may be a devotee tomorrow <laughs> one could go out as well one could stop Krishna consciousness unfortunately could happen so what kind of taste can sustain us so that's the question the development of taste is progressive so we have to add to our bank account on a daily basis so it is not a one time process so it takes constant endeavor. Just like if somebody is trying to accumulate money, it's a constant endeavor. Making some money, putting in the bank account and it is increasing slowly and steadily. In the same way, bhakti account or the ruchi account is also in the same fashion. We had to invest and we had to keep going. So there is no end to it. It's an eternal process. Bhakti is an eternal process. So the development of ruchi is also an eternal process because it can go on unlimitedly. There is no end to it. So even in the spiritual world, devotees are developing. They, they already have perfect taste for Krishna, Krishna consciousness, and their taste is increasing forever. So there is no end to it. Okay. From last statement. Yeah. So we are captivated in this body. So therefore all the activities, arrangements, so things, so many things happen in this world are simply towards who will own or access uh, or use how much natural resource. That's all finally. Yes. 
It's a good comment that because of bodily identification for bodily enjoyment it's all based on exploiting the natural resources and the more one has one thinks one is doing better and there's no end to it. <coughs> what the book of Margaret that Krishna personally came to think about? Not mentioned. Must have done something really amazing. So this is costless mercy. The Lord's mercy is costless. So we are we are here. We also got some costless mercy. That's why we are sitting here now. It's not that we were qualified. Even if we had some qualification from our previous life, that qualification is also given by the Lord and the devotees. It's not that we were, say, one, one can say, okay, I'm sitting here because of my Agyada Sukriti. Yes, fine, but where that came from? So we, we cannot really say that it is coming from me. So there we can understand what is meant by costless. We got it, that's all. It's costless. Prabhu, uh, birth, death, old age and disease are the two problems in this material world. So, like when we preach to someone, um, how do we explain that to It's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now it's the best time to talk about <laughs> Vyadhi, <laughs> about the diseases. People can relate to it at this point. The more, more problems are there, people can at least relate to it. <laughs> then they forget. Who talks about bushfire now? Anyone remembers about bushfire? Oh, it's a closed chapter. <laughs> Similarly, this one also, after some time, this becomes a closed chapter. It's just a matter of time. So, one can remind. That is one thing. Second, people go through problems in different levels. N- not necessarily disease, as we think, what the disease is going on. But suffering is there in this world, for most of the people, in different levels whether here or what part of the world you go, you can see suffering. And if we address those issues, people do reciprocate. People see, yes, they are speaking something which is relevant to my life. For everyone. So like that. We, we cannot just say, if you just say, as a blanket statement, as the only statement, people may not be able to relate or appreciate. But if you try to address the problem they are going through, Oh, and there's a solution for that, then they think, okay, it makes sense. These people are trying to solve my problems. So we had to derive the problems, what people are going through at this point, from the full set of problems. We cannot directly address the main problem and just leave it at that. Now disease you can speak openly. Sometimes it can be about stress, it can be about the problems in the relationship, it can be problem with the resources, it can be the environment in general. It can be anything. So there are problems in so many different levels. There are unlimited problems. And people have those problems. And if we relate to them on that basis, then they, they become open to it. Makes sense. But not, not necessarily directly. Krishna says these four things. I'll just keep repeating the same thing. That doesn't work. It has to be relatable. Okay. Thank you. Grantrashim Bhagavatam ki Jai Shila Prabhupada ki Jai Sai Gaur Premanande Hari Di